It's a trap. Those were the famous words spoken by Admiral Akbar in Star Wars Return of the Jedi. The great return of the Jedi. When he realizes or realizes that his fleet that he was leading flew right into a trap set by the emperor, he uttered those words, it's a trap. And every time I hear this morning's gospel reading, I think about Admiral Akbar. How many of you like tests? By the laughter, I'd venture to say not very many. I would venture, yes, that, that number is not high. I myself am not a big fan of taking tests. Now, I'm not sure what I like, dislike more. Unexpected tests are the ones that I know are coming. I mean, when I know they're there, I have all that time to spend preparing for the test, thus stressing about the test. When I do not know, I do not have to worry. Only getting completely caught off guard, eliminating my ability to think rationally, logically, or really just think at all. Any kind of test fills us, well, some of us, with anxiety. We have to find ways to center ourselves, to calm ourselves, to not freak out when faced with a test. And it is easy to begin to feel trapped in these circumstances. Be it driving tests when we were younger, spelling tests, that ethics test I had to take in seminary, or even worse, the dreaded math exam. I'm a theologian, not a mathematician, so I did not like those. Tests are not fun. Being tested is not fun. I, for one, when taking tests, begin to question things that I know I knew. You know that feeling when you begin to second guess every answer you come up with. Begin to second guess yourself. Like it said, it is easy to feel like we are simply being trapped in these tests, tripped up to fell. And these tests are not only for our academic selves or our professional lives. There are outside forces that wish to test us, test our faith in God, to test our allegiance to God. There are outside forces that look to trap us, to pull us away from God. That pull us away from his love for us. Forces that wish to alienate us and make us feel trapped, make us feel alone. And interferes with our ability to connect with God. It traps us into thinking perhaps we do not need God. But it's when these tests occur, when we are feeling trapped, that we need God the most. Need God's Holy Spirit to guide us through the trials and tribulations. To guide us on our way forward. Luckily for us, His Son has already passed the test for us. We must just rely on Him to help us pass our test. 
Now, during Jesus' earthly ministry, he faced a few tests. One of the first things he did after he was baptized, when he was beginning his ministry, was being led out to the wilderness to be tested by Satan. He spent those days being tempted to turn on his father and give his allegiance to Satan. As we know, Jesus did not turn. He passed the tests. In a way, he laid out a blueprint for how we can pass our own tests by going to him. You see, he faced these tests so that we do not have to do it alone. In our gospel lesson, we see another test that Jesus was faced with. His test was in the, the Pharisees and Herodians attempts to trap him. Now, this stems from the anger the Pharisees were feeling towards Jesus. As you know, we have spent the past three weeks hearing about parables, telling what the kingdom of heaven is like. And all three of these parables were not kind to the Pharisees. They were shown as the son who refused to help his father when requested. As the tenants who killed the landowner's son and servants. And then as the invited guests who refused the king's invitation. In all the parables, the Pharisees were shown that they were going to be left out of the kingdom of God. After the parable read two weeks ago, we heard that the Pharisees and chief priests wanted to arrest him. But they feared the crowds as they regarded him as a prophet. So that ties to what we hear today. The Pharisees perhaps found a way to trap Jesus into turning the crowds against him. Or trap him into giving him all they needed to arrest him. In our Gospel today, the Pharisees team up with the Herodians to catch Jesus in an either or trap. Now, the Pharisees and Herodians getting together would have been a bit odd. You see, the Pharisees would have been pro Judaism, whereas the Herodians were a political party whose loyalties lay with Herod and to a certain extent Rome. This perhaps shows how desperate both of these groups were to quiet Jesus' message. So some of the Pharisees and Herodians approached Jesus. They addressed Jesus as teacher. They spoke to him in a way that highly, that highly regarded him. Seemingly, they were acknowledging his authority. However, they were merely setting up their trap. They're trapped to get him to say something that would incriminate him. They asked a simple question. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? To us, this seems like an easy answer. While we do not like taxes, they're a fact of life. However, to them, this question is much deeper. And carries with it some baggage. The first being the Roman poll tax. These were taxes that the subjects of Rome were forced to pay. And they were resented by the patriotic Jewish people of the time who saw the taxes as a symbol of their political subjection. In fact, 
25 years before this, these events, a major revolt broke out over the paying of these taxes. However, to Rome and those loyal to Rome, not paying these taxes, especially after that revolt, would have been met with severe punishments. So here we have the trap set. Jesus says yes to the question. He risks alienating those who followed him and view him as un, who would view him as unpatriotic and sympathetic towards Rome instead of God. And if he said no, that would give the Herodians all they needed to arrest him on the spot. Especially as the Romans' view of Jesus was already beginning to be unfavorable, as they viewed him as a threat with being so popular in Galilee. But Jesus saw through the trap. He immediately called out their intentions and asked them to show him a coin. Now this may not seem like a big deal, but really Jesus was trapping the, the Pharisees and getting them to show them a denarius. He exposes them as hypocrites. No patriotic Jewish person that during that time, which the Pharisees were seen as, would have been carrying that coin around. The denarius had the idolatrous portrait of the emperor with the inscription, the Son of God. Jesus told them to give that to Caesar and to God what is God's. Now, Jesus was distancing himself from the zealot's position of refusing to pay as well as Rome's position of giving to God. However, there is more to underneath Jesus' response. It was a common belief, and still is today, that everything is under the reign of God. That the Daenerys may have the emperor's face on it, and sure, he can take that, but who does it really belong to? If we believe that everything is under God's reign, that would include that little Daenerys with the emperor's image on it. So Jesus could have been saying, go ahead and give the coin with the emperor's face on it to him. In the grand scheme of things, it does not matter. Because it is an earthly thing, not a heavenly thing, and it still belongs to God. Jesus aced this test. He did not fall into the trap. And he made it look easy. Unfortunately for us, we are not Jesus. And our tests are not as easy to pass all the time. The tests and traps of sin and of the world are not as easy to deny as Jesus denying the Pharisees and Herodians' tests. But that is because he is the son of God, the Messiah. And his passing of those tests were done for a purpose. So that when we face tests, when we face trials, when we face tribulations, we can face them with Jesus. There are times when we feel tested away from God's love. We can feel like our faith is significantly tested. In those times, it is hard or more difficult to remain on the pathway to God, to steadfastly rely on Him. 
But it is in those times where it is the most important to do just that. God can and will help us through the traps of the world. The traps that the world puts in front of us. God can and will pull us through in our tests of faith and loyalty. But only if we go to Him. When we do not go to Him in these times, we are saying that we can do it on our own. And then sin has won. When we go to Him, we defeat the sin that is pulling us off track. We ace our tests. We do not need Admiral Akbar telling us that it is a trap. We do not need witty responses to our tests. We do not need to pull fast ones like Jesus did. All we need is God. All we need is the salvation given to us through His Son, Jesus Christ. All we need is the guidance that we have through the Holy Spirit. That is all we need when facing our tests. So let's face them head on. Because God is with us. Jesus faced His test with the guidance of the Spirit so do, that we do not have to face them alone. We too have that same Spirit. We too have God's guidance. We have Jesus' love to pull us through. So let's go to Him in those tough times when we're facing tests, trials, and tribulations. Amen.